At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Live from the Circus Sportsbook, Thursday night football into the second half. We've got ourselves a barn burner. Patriots lead 13 to nothing over the Atlanta Falcons. That man right there won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Finished 10th in the Heisman Trophy. Highway robbery should have been top three. I agree. Facts. I'm just a guy. Played Division Three basketball. The Ginger Genius, my esteemed co-host, <laughs> otherwise known as Tim Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it is thirteen to nothing, Patriots, and the Patriots for me are doing exactly what I had hoped for. They are bracketing the living daylights out of Kyle Pitts. He has one reception for seven yards, which is ha- good news for me. Good news for Brad Evans, and uh, hopefully that sticks around. You know, this was. This was one of those games, Sean, where I just waited all day and I said, do I take the seven? I got to take the seven. I ultimately did not. I was on with Stormy earlier today on My Guys in the Desert, and I said, normally I would take it. I just, I didn't want to touch it, and uh, we'll see. I mean, the the back door could be open. I mean, the Falcons touchdown, and they're in the cover here. It's not like the uh, Patriots offense has been flying around here tonight but the Patriots doing what they need to do they're thir- up 13 to nothing and trying to improve to seven and four 
Yeah, uh, Matt just missed the throw on third down. But up until that point, I think it was 14 or 15 or, or something ridiculous. Yeah. Great performance so far. This is exactly what Bill Belichick wants to be. I think as they continue to improve, gain more experience, more continuity playing together as a unit, you'll see a few more big big plays trickle into what they're doing. But this Patriots team is dangerous. I mean, they're playing unbelievable on defense. Judon has turned into a oh my gosh. defensive NFL MVP caliber player. And, you know, the one thing that, that when people say Bill Belichick is a great defensive mind, the thing that he truly excels at is coverage. Eliminating your number one weapon, confusing your quarterback. And he's done an outstanding job of that tonight. But as you mentioned, these primetime dogs have found a way. They have. So it's still... That one one-score game as far as the spread goes. Exactly. But one touchdown here. Looks like unequivocally the play. Yeah, and all day you just kept seeing the reports out there, and it felt like the books were holding steady, you know, trying to hold on to the six and a half because just money was flooding in. And ultimately you look across the board here at Circa, at, at South Point, at DraftKings, all close seven uh in favor of the New England Patriots. And it's 13 to nothing. But um like we have said, Atlanta, score one touchdown. This game is uh, in the cover window. Uh, this is the story of the game. 270. That's the total yardage combined right now in this game, Sean. It, is, uh, it has been a struggle, to say the least. Falcons have six first downs. Patriots have 11. Uh, the Patriots, or sorry, the Falcons just really haven't been able to do anything vertically, uh, there's been a handful of sacks on Matt Ryan. He's been sacked three times. You mentioned Judon getting after it there. Um, so it's been, uh, you know, for New England, their defense has really stepped up. And what's crazy is if this result holds, the Patriots would improve to 5-0 and on the year on the road. Yes. And this is the perfect game plan for a road game. Boring, mm-hmm. methodical, get the game to the fourth quarter. This is where we excel because we're the best coach. We have the most attention to detail, and the little things always matter. So we don't make simple, unnecessary mistakes. Think if they don't fumble in week one going into score. I know. You know, they're even a, a against extra the Dolphins. Game, they're sitting there. So, you know, again, I put a little bit on the Patriots to win the AFC. I just think I trust Belichick the most when we get into the playoffs. I think everything's wide open. You know, Buffalo. In some people's eyes, may be the number one team, but I wouldn't be surprised if New England splits with Buffalo or wins both regular season games that they have remaining. So we'll see. I actually put the Patriots in a weekend parlay. Oh, I am the parlay king, and uh, <laughs> it's not a good thing to be a king of. I don't want to be a part of that. But when you're kingdom. good at it. Yeah. No one's good at parlays. All right, well, I show you enough of them to to to. I know. Be on the other side. <laughs> I, of I think there are a couple that you don't show me. <laughs> I got a couple of big ones that I didn't show you. I didn't want to make you feel bad. but uh, I'll never feel bad about parlay. I uh, I actually have the, the number six. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully that comes home for you. 13 to nothing right now. 11 minutes to go. Uh, the only touchdown of this game went to Nelson Aguilar. So he scores the game's first touchdown. And uh, if you had that prop, well, congratulations to you. That was a shout out to Berkeley Prep in Tampa, Florida. 
birthplace, home of Nelson Aguilar. Went a long way to go to college, all the way to Southern Cal. Southern Cal, and uh, I used to tell him, man, you got to fly over a lot of universities to get way out there. Is that what? Was that your recruiting pitch at USF? Yeah, I couldn't. No, no, I was, I was in broadcasting. Oh, okay. When he made that decision. <laughs> I can't tell you what he said, but. <laughs> It has something to do with the ambiance in the great city of Los ah, Angeles. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, uh, I didn't enjoy watching Nelson Aguilar play college football because it came to the expense of him scoring touchdowns against Notre Dame. But uh, good to see him. It's kind of a, a resurgence of his career. Uh, I know people in Philadelphia wanted him out, uh, struggling to catch the ball. Uh, but, you know, here in, uh, in New England, he's, he's been playing well. It's, it's been uh, – you know, right now tonight for uh, Mac Jones, he's been kind of spreading the wealth. Jacoby Myers has three catches. Aguilar, two catches. Kendrick Bourne, uh, I know that was uh, a play that Brad had, right? Kendrick Bourne over uh, uh, yardage, and uh, he is sitting at 23 I think his right number now. is Kendrick Bourne, 34 and a half. Okay. Yeah, and our, our, uh, that closed at 35 and a half, so our graphics have the 35 and a half, the closing number. Kendrick Bourne at 23 right now, three catches for 23 yards, and just looking at that list right now, uh, the only receiver, actually none of them uh, to this point have gone over as Nelson Aguilar has 25 yards. His over-under was sitting at 33 and a half as well. You Uh, know, my opinion of Arthur Smith has gone down. Mine too. And, And here's why. You can't allow a defense to take away your most valuable threat. Like you have to be creative enough to have ways to move Kyle Pitts around, whether it's through motion, whether it's through shifting, whether it's through pick plays. You run a screen to him. You can't allow a talent like that to just completely be taken out of the game by bracket coverage. Like, so it really speaks to, as I learn more about Coach Smith, his ability to make in-game adjustments, his game plan coming in, and I'm not impressed with either so far in this game. Like, you cannot allow a defense to take away your number one option. You just can't do it. You have too many advantages on offense, like, especially at the tight end position. You could, if a team is bracketing, that means that two guys in their secondary and linebacking group have to stay committed to one player. You can start them on one side of the field, have them switch all the way to the other. You can have them stack behind a receiver. You can have him motion and go back. There's so many things you can do. And, you know, Pitts has been very stagnant, you know, this game. Just lining up in one spot. The ball's getting snapped from right there, and, you know, it's not creative. I'm, I'm not impressed at all by the game plan so far. Well, and I think what speaks to it, and, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't watched every second of every Falcons game, but Kyle Pitts was the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. As a tight end, I know there was a lot of Falcons fans, you know, friend of the network, Mark Zeno, was very uh, – Frustrated with the selection, I, I wasn't. I, you know, I'm not a Falcons fan, but I thought this is an, this is an extraordinary talent. This is a a unicorn type, where if you put WR next to his name, you don't blink an eye. But the fact, oh, it's a tight end. He's got one touchdown this year, Sean. I mean, he is. If you watched any of his games in Florida, he's a freakazoid in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Get him the ball. Um, but. For tonight, we're good. No, no touchdowns. We don't need any of that. Uh, he's only got one catch for seven yards, um, and uh, the Patriots have really done a number here so far defensively. Matt Ryan, just 11 of 18 for 71 yards. His over-under, 248 and a half. Uh, no touchdown, no picks. 
no picks from either quarterback to this point. Uh, so you see Matt Ryan, if you went under, you would have got plus money. Still plenty of game to go. Maybe late in this game, he starts forcing it a little bit so that interception might pop. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, no surprise here. Uh, as we said before this season, take the under on interceptions for Mac Jones. No picks tonight. Uh, very close to the vest, 15 to 17 so far tonight, 146. I'm interest- Interestingly enough, you know, the run game has been uh, pretty quiet. Ramadre Stevenson, who went off last week, only three carries so far, Sean, in this game. Maybe that starts to pick up a little bit more uh, that the Patriots lead right now uh, by that score of 13 to nothing. Uh, we've seen Damian Harris. Uh, he's picking up right now. I think that is his uh, eighth carry of the game. So they're able. That was Stevenson. That was Ramondre Stevenson. His fourth touch, and he goes for 13 yards there. So Stevenson. That was someone that uh, Brad picked up on. He did. He I tailed Stevenson to score an anytime Steve- touchdown. Yeah, anytime touchdown for him. Yeah, Stevenson now over th- uh, with 39 rushing yards, and that hits his over uh, at 38 and a half. So we finally have an over. And that was Ramadre Stevenson going over his rushing yardage as he picks up uh, a big chunk play on first down. So it's been all Patriots so far, uh, even though the score still keeping the, the spread there available for the Falcons to get in that back door. And, of course, NFL is not the only Thursday night game. So for yeah, any you of called you this one. that bet the Louisville-Duke game, Duke is doing Duke things right now trying to backdoor cover. Uh-oh. The closing number, I think, was either 19, 19 and a half. It was, I want to say 20, but uh, let 20 me. 20 even. It closed 20, 20 and a half. Yeah, Duke is trying to. 48 to 22 right now. So we got a couple football games going on. Uh, Steph Curry went nuts. But up next, we keep that college football talk going. We'll talk some Big Ten right here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Mac Jones had one of the prettier passes, I wouldn't say of the year, but definitely of the game. Just dropped it right into Hunter Henry. Both you and I are. Our tongues are hanging out of our mouth, and then he throws a pick. Next <laughs> play. <laughs> Great interception, by the way. So Mac Jones uh, over on his interceptions as it is thirteen to nothing, and the Falcons will take over that one late in the third quarter. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Big weekend of college football. Just two weeks left in the regular season. Then we'll have conference championship week, and then. The playoff will be all set. And to help us figure it out and look at this week's slate, we bring in Matt Fortuna at Matt underscore Fortuna on Twitter uh, from The Athletic up in the Midwest. So we'll focus uh, a lot on the Big Ten. And we'll start with uh, the biggest game of the weekend, Matt, a top 10 showdown in Columbus. A bit of a crooked number. I know that uh, makes my partner in crime over here a little uneasy. But Ohio State laying 19 against Michigan State. Um, two Heisman contenders uh, on the line here, C.J. Stroud and Kenneth Walker. When you look at this game, you know, I look at, for Michigan State, I don't know how they're slowing down Ohio State through the air with that struggling secondary, but is this number too high? Is Sparty going to keep this thing close? Yeah, you know, it's a good question. I mean, I had the same reaction you guys did when I first saw that, like, wow, you got to hit Michigan State on that one, right? And you know, I don't know. I mean, Ohio. I felt the same way when Ohio State were 21-point favorites against Purdue last week, and uh, they ended up winning that one by 28. So this offense, we've seen when it's clicking, uh, you know, it's probably the best unit in the country. I know they're, they're the highest scoring unit in the country right now. Um, the question is whether they can stop anybody. But you know what? They've got a really good front seven and a really good rush defense, which is going to be very critical when taking on a guy who's probably the Heisman front runner right now. And I think, you know, if Kenneth Walker, even in defeat, if he can get 100 yards against these guys, I think he's going to be, be really tough to beat for, for the Heisman race with two weeks left. But I, I'll go Michigan State to cover just because I've slept on these guys, much like everyone else, all year long. And that's a really big number. But, but I think Ohio State ultimately went straight up. You know, we had uh, Pamela Maldonado on the show earlier this week, a handicapper. And, you know, she said, looking at Ohio State, that offense, they have the capabilities of beating a team like Georgia, testing them. Yep. to a limit when you look around the college football landscape right now 
Now, obviously, Ohio State needs to win this weekend, needs to win against Michigan, and needs to win whoever comes out of the West, Matt. But do you look at Ohio State with that offense? Do you consider them the biggest threat to Georgia to win the national championship? Uh, uh, schematically, I would agree with that. I was saying that on another show earlier this week as well. I mean, look, Georgia's done everything they need to do and then some. I don't want to take anything away from them. But the reality of the situation is because they have a walk-on quarterback still, like there's that like, okay, can they get in a shootout question? And who's been better at putting up points on the board this year uh, with such a vast array of skill count than, than Ohio State? So that's the game. And look, Georgia has a lot better chance right now at the end of the title game than Ohio State does. But that's the matchup that, that makes you really wonder, all right, like now we're going to see this Georgia defense really get tested. Now we're going to see Stetson Bennett have to play keep up essentially with a really lead offense. So I think that's the one team above all others because of the way they're built that would give Georgia the biggest challenge right now. You know, Matt, what do you say if I say you can't be effective against this Georgia offense if you don't have an athletic quarterback? And for all the C.J. Stroud's gifts, talents, he's had 22 carries for four yards on the season. I don't think you can be successful against that defense if your quarterback can't pick up three or four third downs using his feet during that particular game. What's your response to that? That's a good point. I mean, I, I knew he wasn't that great with his legs. I didn't know it was that bad until you recited the numbers out loud just now. It's pretty harrowing to hear if you're an Ohio State fan. I, I, I agree with you in principle, but they have so many great players on that offense. I'm still not sure they fully utilize Trey Henderson the way they should right now. I think that guy's the next Saquon Barkley. I, I think he's going to be the best back in the country, if not next year, then the year after. Uh, I think if they lean into him a little bit more down the stretch here, they're, they're going to realize a lot more can open up for them offensively. And, and again, as far as receiver duos, it, it's really hard to beat Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. So I, I agree with you in principle, but but when you've got the talent, the arm talent that C.J. Stroud has, you've got the coaching he has from Ryan Day, and when you've got all those skill pieces around you where you just got to get rid of the ball and find the right guy and get it in their hands, um, I, I'm still confident in Ohio State's offense. Give Michigan fans a reason to be encouraged, something to look forward to. They, and I know they're ranked ahead of Michigan State in, in the CFP rankings, but perceptually, I don't think people take them serious. What is it about this Michigan team? Let's just say Ohio State wins, because that's what they need to happen, that their fan base should feel like, okay, we have an advantage in this area when this game happens. You know, it's funny you say that. I mean, this is a game where, you know, because of recent history, we're just conditioned to think, well, they're going to get blown out of this one, right? That's the way it's been going whenever Ohio State plays Michigan. And I don't look at it as that the case. I mean, Ohio State's a better football team, and I think they match up exceptionally well with Michigan, who still can't really move the ball through the air, which is the only way you can beat the Buckeyes. But it's a home game. This is a Michigan team that, that has proven itself time and time again this season. Michigan State lost notwithstanding. I mean, uh, the, the Wisconsin game on the road, the Nebraska game on the road, the Penn State game on the road. These are all, with the exception of the Wisconsin game that I just mentioned, these are all close games that Michigan under Jim Harbaugh over and over and over found a way to lose. And right now, over and over and over, they're finding a way to win. And I think there's something to be said for that. That's a really good defense, uh, a really good running game, solid quarterback. Look, if anyone other than Jim Harbaugh was coaching Michigan right now, I think we'd be praising these guys a lot more because it's not every day you see a head coach in his sixth or seventh year take basically a 50% pay cut, fire his entire staff, 
and come out and look like a top 10 team in the country. But that's exactly what has happened for Michigan this year. So they're playing with more confidence. They're playing with more togetherness. They're at home. I give them a puncher's chance against Ohio State, and even that's a significantly better chance than they've had in recent years against the Buckeyes. Talk once again to Matt Fortuna from The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at Matt underscore Fortuna. And Matt, I know you also uh, keep a very close eye on Notre Dame. You co-host a podcast with Pete Sampson. I am of the belief, and, and look, <laughs> you know it, Sean knows it, our, our viewers know it. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. I'm a homer. I don't hide it. I don't know that they have a chance to get in the playoff. Now, I guess chance, carnage could happen, but realistically, I think at 11-2, and two, Alabama gets in on, over Notre Dame. Cincinnati obviously has the head-to-head. I know they're sitting there at 8, and things are going to happen in front of them with Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. I, I just I have a hard time envisioning this team somehow making it into the four. Yeah, I think it's possible, but not probable. And even two weeks ago, I, I would have laughed at that notion. But the more you look at it and the more chaos you see, and I think we could snap our fingers and, and think Notre Dame's going to go 11-1. and one. They're going to beat Georgia Tech. They're going to beat Stanford next week. Uh, look, that, they're putting themselves at least in position. I'm with you. I think they will not make it over a two-loss Alabama team. I just don't see the committee looking at Alabama team playing an extra game against the number one team in the country. And short of it being like a 28-point blowout in favor of Georgia, I don't see the committee saying, oh, you know what, we're going to put Notre Dame in there because they didn't play this week. That's not going to happen. But if Oregon loses, which is definitely possible over the next three weeks, if Cincinnati loses, which is definitely possible over the next three weeks, and if the Big 12 basically cannibalizes itself, I think a one-loss Big 12 champion gets in. But that might not happen considering that Oklahoma State and Oklahoma still got to play each other at least once, if not twice. So I think if you can eliminate three of the five conferences, you've got a chance at 11-1. and one. And does this team look like a top-four team in the country? No, I wouldn't say that. But, but it has been a wacky year where anything can happen. And I think they've put themselves in position in a crazy year like this one where if enough things break right elsewhere, they might get in. But, but you know, to your point, I'm not convinced they get in over a 12-1 Wake Forest if Wake Forest wins out. I think that conference championship really means that much to the committee. Matt, quick question uh, regarding the Big Ten. Uh, Mel Tucker allegedly just offered a 10-year deal for $95 million. What movement do you expect in that conference when the season ends? Anyone that's probably going to be out of a job? We haven't heard James Franklin and Southern Cows mentioned in a while. Can you kind of update us on, on where the, the coaching uh, search leads, whether it's out of the Big Ten or into it? Yeah, I think it's probably the most stable conference of the five right now, coaching-wise, when you think about it, especially in light of Mel Tucker's reported deal. It means he's not going anywhere. Scott Frost's athletic director came out and said he's coming back. Um, I think at the end, and I know he, he hasn't done himself any favors in this department. I think James Franklin stays. I think he likes to do this every year. I think he likes to make sure that his administration is doing everything it can to keep up with the Joneses, to keep up with the Ohio States, and do everything they can to be a legitimate Big Ten contender every year. Uh, I do wonder, there are going to be more open jobs than there are qualified coaches. So I wonder, I look at a place like Purdue, which is 6-4. and four. The last two games are against Northwestern Indiana. They're probably going to go 8-4. and four. Jeff Brom is a very likable guy, plays a very fan-friendly offense. Who loves fan-friendly offices? Who might have an open spot this year? Florida, right? I mean, that might sound crazy, and Purdue fans might get mad at me for saying this, but I could see a scenario where, hey, Jeff Brom goes down to Florida or, or, or goes elsewhere um, because he's going to be a hot name. DJ Fleck, you know, the, the stars dimmed a little bit with these past couple losses, but he just got locked up, so he's not going anywhere either. Um, I, I think the Big Ten, the only way there is any movement is if there's a domino effect if someone loses, leaves for somewhere else. 
You could follow Matt on Twitter at Matt underscore Fortuna. Matt, always appreciate the insight. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. There he is, Matt Fortuna from The Athletic. 13 to nothing. Patriots leading the Falcons. It's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. rolling here on the nightcap as Patriots are punting away to the Atlanta Falcons early fourth quarter that's going to lead to a flag I would imagine there it is and uh kick catch interference on that punt that back door knock 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 still open even though the Falcons are doing diddly offensively here Sean one touchdown and you're in the cover uh so it's 13 to nothing and like you said the Patriots, they don't care about style points. There is no such thing as style points in the NFL. Just win. Right. Win on the road against a team that is decent in the Atlanta Falcons and get out of there. Be seven and four. That's simple. That's all you got to do. So yeah. for the betters out there who took the seven or laid the seven, depending on when you got the number, you could have got six and a half earlier today if you liked the Patriots, which I'm sure many of you did. Um, you're, you're sweating a little bit here because – the Falcons could go down. I mean, they've got capable dudes. Uh, Kyle Pitts update, two catches, 13 yards. Feeling good about that. Okay. Uh, let's keep that going. Uh, I got under 64 and a half. We talked to Brad yesterday. He was 63 and a half. Uh, let's get a little Ramondre Stevenson touchdown for our guy, Brad. That would be nice uh, to bring that one home. But uh, 13 to nothing right now for the Patriots. And uh, so... We will uh, we will keep talking Patriots and Falcons as is warranted early fourth quarter. But let's bring in our good friend Patrick Everson from Props.com. Almost said it, almost said it, but did it. Got the right <laughs> website there, Patrick. So Patrick, always appreciate you uh, jumping on here. And we're watching Mac Jones, and you know he just did throw a pick, but solid nineteen of twenty three, a buck seventy six, a touchdown, and the Patriots are likely going to win again, seven and four. And we saw a drastic shift recently in the rookie of the year market. I would imagine these books are really hoping that Mac Jones does not win offensive rookie of the year. I think that is a very fair assessment. First, I assume Sean is in the air chair with you tonight. Of course he's here. Yes, I'm here. I hadn't had a chance to, I hadn't had a chance to tune in earlier, Sean. I apologize. I just want to make sure that I thank both of you for having me on and that I'm thanking the proper people. I don't want to give gratitude to anybody who's not there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate the two of you having me on first off. And yes, I think that's a very fair assessment. And the reason being is it's, I think a lot of people got on the Jones bandwagon early in the season. If they were forward thinking, as soon as the Patriots cut Cam Newton and Jones was made the starter, because really ideally Jones was in a better situation to potentially succeed than Justin Fields and certainly than the preseason favorite, uh, Trevor Lawrence. So people got on him at, you know, not huge odds. His odds were never like 50 to one or anything like that, but they were like eight to one, 10 to one, 12 to one, depending on, on, on when you jumped on board, you could have got a pretty good number. And now, as you, as you noted it, him at circa he's the favorite at most other books if he's not the favorite he's number two and it's close i mean it's like casey Kasem used to say uh 
uh, on the old top 40. Number two with a bullet, meaning, meaning he's going, you know, he's, he's on the way to number one potentially. So, uh, and, uh, you know, tonight's performance, he, you know, hasn't, hasn't done anything to harm that at all, I don't think. And, and uh, he's, he's definitely been playing well. And the Bengals have not been that great lately. They had the great win over over Baltimore, in which Chase, you know, Jamar Chase had a phenomenal game, which really, you know, put him on the map and boosted him. But uh, he, you know, Jones is right there. I mean, literally, I, I did an article today for Props.com, in which uh, with tw- talking with the folks at Twin Spires, with Zachary Lucas, Twin Spires, and uh, Chase was a very slim, relatively slim, minus 112 favorite. Jones the second choice at plus 140. And it's a two-person race. It's one of these two right now. Nobody else is, you know, legitimately in it unless something really uh, unforeseen happens. Yeah, for sure. As Matt Ryan throws a pick, and there you go. If you took the <laughs> over, that's uh, cash in your pocket. Knowing that we still have basically half of the year left, Najee Harris, last five games, 462 mm-hmm. yards rushing, second. In the NFL, it's conceivable he probably won't be able to catch Jonathan Taylor, but he could end up second in rushing yards. Would that put mm-hmm. him in the mix if that ends up happening? Sean, it's a good question. And I think you're right. I, 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 I may have been a little too hasty in that response, but he is 10 to 1 right now uh, with the book of, with Twin Spires, who I spoke with earlier today. And he's the third choice, and then it drops off a lot from there. Right. So if anybody else is in the mix, it's definitely Najah Harris. And if he keeps, you know, toting the rock the way he has been, Pittsburgh has got to win games, though. I mean, they, you know, it, it would have helped them, you know, in his case immensely to at least find a way to get a field goal in overtime. Uh, and I was inside the circuit for that, that whole fourth quarter in overtime, and I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Bad I mean, it's pattern. like neither – Neither team wanted that game. They're like, oh, we're in the red. We're almost in the red zone. We better fumble here. <laughs> uh, we better turn it over somehow. That was just, and the, and the ebb and flow of that room was incredible. It was so much, it was really entertaining only because I didn't have money on the game. Um, it, was, it probably wasn't as entertaining for the people who were agonizing through it. But yes, uh, Sean, to your point, I, we, you can't discount him if he can keep having good games and get Pittsburgh into the playoff picture. I think that's part of it. And that's the big thing with Jones right now. And it's not that Chase hasn't helped Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati, three weeks ago, we were all like, holy cow, this is a really good team. And I think it's a good team, but they gotta, they got to get back on track. And where, whereas Jones, if he, gets, if he gets the Patriots to 7-4 and four tonight, and he's probably going to be over 2,500 yards 10 games in, uh, 2,500 yards passing. He, you said he threw, hey, he's got one pick tonight? Yeah. I got to admit, I don't have it on right in front of me right now, but he only had one over the past four games. He's had six TDs and one pick, um, which was a significant improvement from, from, uh, you know, from weeks prior, uh, you know, from the earlier part of the season. So if he gets the Patriots on track here and if they win the AFC East, I think he's winning the, I think he's winning rookie of the year if they win the AFC East. Now that's not a foregone conclusion by any stretch. You got the Buffalo Bills in the way, but Buffalo has proven it has some vulnerability. Talk once again to Patrick Everson, props.com, at Patrick E underscore Vegas on Twitter. Let's get to this weekend, and the biggest college football game, even though it has a large spread, is a top 10 showdown in Columbus mm-hmm. with Ohio State taking on Michigan State. Line, depending on where you look, 19, 19 and a half. They touched 20 a little bit earlier uh, in the week. What has, uh, what has been uh, the, the notes from behind the counter on this one so far? 
Right. Well, early in the week, and again, this was with uh, uh, Zachary Lucas at Twin Spires, and early in the week, it was the even, the even the public, not even necessarily sharp, although there may have been some sharp money involved, but early money at least thought Ohio State was laying too many points, just as the public thought last week against Purdue, and the public got its lunch eaten on that game because Ohio State you know, put a 15, almost a 60-burger up on Purdue. Uh, I mean, it's still, I guess it could have been late. It could have, could have gotten back toward, but they covered the uh, still a very similar spread. And early in the week at Twin Spires, it was, you know, the bulk of tickets and money were Michigan State. Got an update early early today that I posted at props.com uh, in the article. I have an article with like 10 top 25 games this week and how the movement is on all of them. And it just updates throughout the week. It's a rolling update. And uh, to your point, Tim, this did touch 20. Uh, in some places, it started 20, uh, and in some places, it opened lower and got up to 20. But um, the Buckeyes have stabilized at DraftKings at minus 19, and ticket count and money four to one on Michigan State. They're taking, they're scooping up all those points with the Spartans, hoping they'll uh, hoping they'll hang around. But uh, you know, Ohio State has proven. Uh, you know, I, I know I realize what Michigan State has done, but. Uh, or, or rather what you know what Michigan State has done over the course of the season, but then you have Big Ten killer Purdue with Iowa and Michigan State, and uh, and, and Ohio, and, and then Purdue had had no answer for Ohio State, so I'm not sure Michigan State's going to have an answer either. Patrick, before we let you run, we got about a minute or so. Uh, any other lopsided ticket counts uh, that you've been noticing? You know those uh, those good old uh, potential square situations. Uh, you know sharps versus squares. Anything jumping out? Well, I mean, tonight's game certainly was one of them, no mm-hmm. question. Um, it was all, almost every book was all patient. And I don't know if you're talking college and pro, but either. I figured yeah, I'd either. around here at this. Um, I think the Packers are going to be a, a, a public play. Uh, in the update that I did Wednesday, it was, you know, you know four to, tickets and money in the four-to-one range on the Packers. But that line's coming down because you've got some injury issues. But that's definitely going to be a, a potentially a sharps versus square game, and certainly the public is on Green Bay in that game. We'll probably will stay on them. Certainly, as long as Aaron Rodgers is okay, the public is definitely going to lead to a lopsided count on that game. No question. You can follow Patrick on Twitter at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Check out the website props.com. Props.com. A great uh, read uh, when it comes to all things Vegas going on. Always a pleasure, Patrick. Appreciate the insight. You bet. Thank you for having me on. You guys have a great weekend. There he is, Patrick Everson. Thirteen to nothing remains the score in New England as the, or sorry, in Atlanta as the Patriots are driving here. I don't know what Kendra Bourne just did. I know I did. He almost had a first down. He just fell down to the ground. <laughs> we'll get you updated on this game and uh, also it's not so close in Durham, North Carolina. It is the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. Head on over to VEASAN.com slash subscribe it is an icap here on Vison. the patriots just hit a 53 yard field goal so that will make it 16 to 3 nick folk from 53 yards out that should put you in a good spot if you laid the six and a half or seven with the new england patriots here this evening as the falcons have not done much but it should close the back door oh it's shut Trying not to mush people out there oh, so they get mad at me. But the only thing that might get backdoored right here is the Kyle Pitts total. Yeah, that would stink. On receiving yards. Don't uh, don't lighten up there. Yeah. Don't lighten up, Patriots. You've done a great job. Pitts, uh, I took under 64 and a half uh, on the show last night. Uh, Brad gave out 63 and a half. That was the current line at DraftKings last night. 64 and a half was the line this morning here at Circa. Uh, and right now, three catches for 29 yards. So hopefully... Uh, Kyle Pitts does not get there. And, you know, I didn't touch the receptions, which was four and a half or five, depending on where you look for Kyle Pitts, because I just felt like, Sean, a situation like this could happen where there could be some checkdowns to Kyle Pitts. But five targets, three catches. Just keep him keep yeah. him in front of you. Kendrick Bourne went over his uh, reception yep. yardage total. Ramondre Stevenson has had a good game, but still has not scored. Brad liked him for any time touchdown. I have some work to do for that to be a reality, but yeah, that might be a that might be a tough one. Only one touchdown in this game. It was Nelson Aguilar. Uh, he scored the game's lone touchdown 
uh, to this point, 16 to nothing, six and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Seven and four on the year now for New England. What is this, five in a row? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. So looking like uh, they will be certainly a playoff team, uh, which makes me happy because I had a futures bet on them at plus 126 to make the playoffs. I know I wasn't the only one here uh, on the network to have that, so keeping it rolling here. They get the Titans next weekend at home. Should be a good one. And then Monday night, December 6th, on the road at Buffalo. So the schedule's tricky the next four weeks after tonight for the New England Patriots, sitting there at 7-4. and four, uh, That is not Kyle Pitts, so that makes me happy. Um, the ske- <laughs> Look at the schedule for the Patriots the next four weeks, Sean. It is Titans, best team in the AFC, record-wise. Buffalo, the betting favorite in the AFC on the road. Then the Colts on the road, but that's after a bye. And then the day after Christmas, they have the Bills. So it is a tricky stretch coming up. The next four games for the Patriots as they will improve to 7-4 and four today. They at least go 4-2 and two through that stretch. Well, they close out the season with the Jags mm-hmm. and the Dolphins, which they will be I've got a, I've got favorites to win. 11-6. and six. Okay. And that'll get you in the playoffs. The yeah. question is... Can they beat the Bills? Absolutely. They'll split with the Bills. And if they split with the Bills, does they'll that win, win in give them the opportunity to win the division? That's the big question. I'm not exactly sure how the tiebreakers would play out. I'd have to look a little closer at the schedules. And this is the assumption that they split. Right. So the head-to-head. Well, they did lose. Remember the uh, – Is the first tiebreaker point differential in no, the, the head-to-head? the first tiebreaker is going to be division record. Uh, so and the, and the Patriots do have a division loss already. Uh, and that would, of course, be to – oh, interception. And that's going to be a pick six. I think he stepped out of bounds. Oh, did he? Yep. That's all right. Gives us Ramondre Stevenson an opportunity to, uh, Any to run one touchdown. here. Yeah. Uh, but no pass to Kyle Pitts. That makes me feel good. So hopefully we are able to bring that one home. I mean, Matt Ryan's not even looking towards Kyle Pitts tonight. That's a nice interception. That is. Did he step – yeah, he stepped out. But that's a really nice interception. That's interception number two for Matt Ryan. So, like I said, at the time, he had no picks. But give it some time. And he's thrown two now. Has Matt Ryan. There's a reason it was at minus 165 to the over. Uh, 16 to nothing. Patriots will take the ball back. We'll see if uh, the Falcons maybe lay down a little bit and let Ramondre Stevenson get a touchdown. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, it's interesting for me when it comes to Matt Ryan. Like, I know legacy-wise he probably wants to play only one team. But I just know why he wouldn't go to Arthur Blank and can you see if you can get me traded to somewhere like Cleveland? You know, I think a guy like Matt Ryan, somewhere where they already have a great defense and a physical, consistent run game, and they just need a quarterback that can do the little things right all the time, I think that's a perfect fit for him. That would – I, I mean, because Atlanta's rebuilding. Yeah. Like, to be honest, traded like, Julio away. when this game started, the majority of people that are listening and watching us right now had to, whoa, who is that on Atlanta? Like, okay, I know Pitts is eight, but the rest of these guys, oh, that's Gage. Oh, who's number four? Like, you know, so they're in this rebuild, you know, and Calvin Ridley's not playing. I just, you know, it, it's a terrible way to end your career if you're Matt Ryan, to be a guy that's getting older that probably has enough on a really good team. Yeah, I think so. To be a legitimate playoff, you know, caliber quarterback to just rot away. But 
I don't g- think the Falcons are going to move him unless he asks to get moved. I'll, get you, I'll give you a team um, that needs a quarterback. What about Washington? He'd have to really believe in Antonio Gibson and, and McLaurin and, and those guys. And that defense. Well, that defense is, is overrated. Well, that just was something. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that's just something good to they write have, about. They have going into pieces. The season. They have talented pieces yeah, I don't, there. I don't but even know if they have that. I, well, I mean. They have recognizable pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, Jonathan Allen's having a Pro Bowl year. He is. He's been playing well. Chase Young's hurt, done for the year. He's doing nothing before he got hurt. Um, but just, just yelling on the sideline <laughs> a lot. He's really gotten good at that. Yeah? Yeah, just yell. <laughs> How many sacks did he have this year? Oh. Uh, either one or it two. It won't take you long to get to the number. Yeah, not many. Yeah. I know that. Um, but, um, yeah, I'd be interested to see what happens with Matt Ryan. Uh, I was, you know, that was one of the preseason plays I almost made, which was Atlanta over seven and a half wins. Ooh, you'd be nervous. I would be nervous. Yeah, They're about they to fall to, to play four Tampa. And, about to fall to four and six. Um, they but, still have to play Cam in Carolina. I just want to see who 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 who's running here. Is it Damian Harris or is it going to be Stevenson? Try to run this one out. Under five minutes to go. Patriots leading seven to, uh, 16 to nothing. This game closed uh, with Patriots laying seven against the Falcons and a total of 47. Uh, you feel very, very, very good right now if you have the under and you feel <laughs> almost as good if you laid it with New England. This game's over. Yeah. It's done. Put the bed. The Falcons have probably already taken their cleats off. That works for me. Yeah. Hopefully the defense has too, and they can, you know, part the Red Sea for my guy Ramondre Stevenson so we can get both our prop plays home. Um, it has gone final in Durham, North Carolina, and that, my friends, was an easy victory and an easy cover for the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, this gentleman right here said it last night on the show. Uh, this would be a free money. woodshed, yeah. and it was. Louisville yeah, it's free money. Duke's obliterated terrible. Obliterated Duke. I mean, Duke is awful. 62-22, to 22, the final score. The closing number was 20 here at Circa. Uh, Louisville covered the, the total by themselves. Yeah. It was 60. They had 62 points. So, you know, this is another one, and Duke stinks, so maybe this doesn't fit that uh, characteristic. But Louisville's record? Five and five. They're now bowl eligible. Six so, games. This made it their sixth win? This was their sixth win. Oh, okay. okay yeah. I got you. So, them winning <clears throat> this game got them to bowl eligibility. Like I said last night, that's not always going to be the case. There are teams who have five wins that could care less about winning their sixth game. But there are teams out there, Sean, that want to get the bowl game. That I'm, I'm going to give you a name here and uh, keep this in mind. Okay. Leak Cunningham. Yeah, it's your guy. Yeah. You told me that Louisville could win the conference. Yeah, and I told you I thought he could be ACC player of the year. He threw yeah, four. Yeah, neither of those are going to happen. He was 18 of 25 tonight for 303 yards and five touchdowns. He's talented. Yeah. But I told you that. Hold Louisville. on, it gets better. Okay. He ran the ball 11 times for 224 yards and two touchdowns. So he threw for 303 and five and ran for 224 and two. So they're done in uh, ACC play. They'll wrap up their regular season against Kentucky, but they are now bowl eligible. So uh, congratulations to Scott Satterfield and company. They will be heading to a bowl game with a 40-point victory tonight over the Duke Blue Devils, uh, and they wrap up ACC play uh, with a 4-4 and record in conference, 6-5 and 
overall with Kentucky still to come. And as Sean mentioned, Malik Cunningham, big, big night for him. Patriots lead 16 to nothing over the Falcons, under five minutes to play. Patriots trying to salt this one away. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.